and welcome back to another episode of Theater Thoughts. Thoughts. I'm Kira Sweeney. And I'm Ty Etherton. And we're two former theater kids now turned forever obsessed theater adults. Whether we like it or not. You know what? It's a condition, but we live <laughs> with it. We're talking about all things theater education and performing arts. So let's get into some theater, theater thoughts. thoughts. Um, How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm freezing. I, yes, I'm it's very cold. cold and I am feeling very rested and refreshed. Absolutely. We had a snow day. Yes, we had a snow day. Okay, so let's break down. So here's the deal, y'all. A snow day, you would think you go outside, sled, hot chocolate, all of that. Not in a theater home. No. Not in a theater home. So let me give you the, let's break down all the crazy stuff that we did. So first off, we watched The Birdcage. Yes. Which is. Yeah, we got the notification at like 6 p.m. And right. normally because we have to be up super early for school, we're hitting the bed. You guys by like 9, me yeah. by like 10 or 11. Absolutely. I'm a so owl. we said, okay, snow day. Let's turn on the movie. So we watched The Birdcage yes. with Robin Williams, Nathan Lane, which is based off of the musical La Caja Fall. What did you think of it? This was your first time watching it. I really liked it. So good. I really liked it. Yes. Um, the characters are obviously just like super funny, really wacky, but also at the end of the day, it's, you know, kind of that idea of like, you'll do anything for your family, whether it's the right thing to do or Absolutely. not. Right. And, and ultimately, you know, at first I kept being like, are they really going to pretend that they're not who they say they are? Absolutely. But then when you finally, yeah, they like do reveal and they're like, this is who I am. It's so much more powerful because they have been doing all that. Yeah. Yes. So I really liked it. I thought it was great. It was uh, really entertaining. Yeah. Fun. Um, okay. Then the next morning woke up, um, yes. Our roommate, Nolan, definitely had some breakfast in the mitts. We made cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Um, it was cold, snowy. Yeah. Um, we did all of that. And then we said, uh, you know what? We can't get enough of drag. No. As so... you guys will hear many a times. We right. were, yes. So let's talk about other drag known musicals. We watched the movie version yeah. of Kinky, Kinky Boots. Boots. Yes. This is our both of our first times watching it. Yeah, because both of us have seen the musical but hadn't seen the original movie. Right. And I kept being like, oh, that line is what this song is based on. Absolutely. I kept it, it was like one of those things where like it it was clicking. And the movie was good. Yeah. Obviously, like we talked about after the movie was over, there's just so much more you can do in a musical character yes. arc wise and like um it just was missing some of that like stuff that they added. Yeah, that right? spark. Absolutely. But it was still very good. I love to know where it came from. I need to stop saying absolutely. Oh my gosh. I've said it already like three times too. Guys. <laughs> it was it was really good. I like it. Take a sip of your seltzer water <laughs> or your orange juice or Whatever your your coffee every time we say absolutely. Right? Yeah. Or your drink. You know what? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. <laughs> um, so today's episode, Kira. Yes. Is all about theater fails, theater mishaps. <laughs> yes theater problems yeah. when the show goes wrong baby. Oh, it's a common thing and it's yeah in the moment for many it is not it no but looking back on like it, the first time you're in a show and something bad happens you're shitting bricks absolutely <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah you're like oh my god my life is over right Someone is going to yell at me. I've ruined the yeah, show. Yeah. Which in reality, and we'll talk on it, like you're not. But yeah. it it feels like it in the moment. And Absolutely. so um, we have our own stories to share. Yes. And we have some awesome uh, stories from other people. Some in-house guests. Some yes. video. Um, some 
audio, all of that. If you ever want to share, and we'll post more on at Theater Podcast on Instagram, but we would love to hear from you when we post ideas or stuff for the pod. Um, we would love for you to share your thoughts. So make sure you give yeah, our Instagram a follow. Yeah, this is for theater people, by theater people. Absolutely. And who knows theater people more than theater themselves, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Yes. Um. So, okay. Kira. Yes. Have you ever failed on stage? Many, many times. Okay, what comes to mind? I have um, probably my most iconic moment on stage where it's like still something that people bring up. They're like, oh my gosh, Kira, do you remember that one time? And I'm like, yes, I do. Um, Because it happened to me twice. I think I talked about it last show. Um, I was in a play my junior year of high school called And They Dance Real Slow in Jackson. Okay. I don't know. And um, fantastic play. I loved being in that show. And at the end of the show, there's like this really like dramatic, pivotal moment. And um, Is it a drama? It's a drama. Work. It's a drama. And we did it in theater in the... It wasn't technically theater in the round. We had a thrust set up. Thrust. And the audience was sitting on stage. Which, by the way, taught my students about thrust. And they think yeah. it's the funniest thing. I'm like, yes, like thrust your pelvis. Yes. Yes, like sex. We get it. But I don't think that's why it's called that. No, it's just because like you're, the stage is thrust into the audience. They're Like you're right Whoa, there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just knew it was called a thrust, but <laughs> three quarter thrust. Yeah. Okay. So, so sad play yes, in the thrust. Yes. And we had, uh, so they were on, the audience was sitting on stage. And so the set was relatively small. It was like a house. There were some stairs. And so it was like me and three other people. And we were all, we were all playing kids. Um, okay. And this one, it was just like the biggest, uh, or not biggest, the most dramatic pivotal moment of this show, which is at like the very end. The climax, and I just so did like speak. a little slip on the stage. Just like fell. Just like a little slip. So that was the year before. Um, the, the Did you following... like face plant onto the floor? No, or just was, like a little... It was just uh... like a little like, oh my gosh, of course I would be the one to trip during the most pivotal okay. moment right, of the show. Absolutely. Um, that was followed up the following year by a larger, even more dramatic fall on stage. Um I was in a play called the Mus- uh, the Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. Hilarious. It's a fantastic play. Yes. I loved being in that show. Yes. It was my final performance in high school. And um, I was playing this character named Bernice, who is this um, Broadway lyricist. Um, and she's kind of like a gypsy, very Ooh, like uh, kooky. And I was dressed in like this total like, gypsy-esque costume with like this big flowy skirt and lots of bangles okay. and stuff that was like really looks, jingly. Looks. Yes. Um, I loved playing that character. I had so much fun. But she is also a drunk. She has been hitting the bottle a lot in that show. Um, and so this was this like... Art imitating life for me. This was like act two. And um, I was on stage with my best friend Parrish. And I... Um, had, I had to, uh, get up and like chase his character off stage and the set was like two steps. So there was like the, the stage, two steps, and then a tiny little platform with a door that I was supposed to leave out of. Um, I got up, slipped my foot on the, uh, the bottom of the two steps and went smacking down, just just 
ate it in front of I love everyone. That. During a show, this was a Friday night performance. So this was in front of an audience, slipped, smacked my uh, my left thigh into the uh, top of the Did two stairs. Oh, man. Did it bruise? Um, so I slipped, went down hard. Parrish, of course, was like, that was not supposed to happen and left. <laughs> I got up and like full like adrenaline just like got up and went right, on stage. The show must go on. My theater teacher, Mr. Goldson, you know the one, um, was a standing slightly off stage and Parrish was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Everything is fine. Right. And I literally was just like, I was so overwhelmed that I started like tearing up. And the, my first thought was, I need to I, go to the bathroom. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I like ran to go pee and everyone on my way was like stopping me being like, oh my God, are you okay? And I literally was like, I'm I, fine. I, I, I'm just fine. adrenaline I, like, I just, is making my I bladder fell feel And crazy. now I'm like really worked up because right. that wasn't supposed to happen. And like, yes. yes, I'm fine. But now my leg is like throbbing. Yeah. Right. And, um, so, of course, after the show, everyone was like, oh, my God, that was so funny. And yeah, I was like, yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> um, but I would have played my my leg was so badly bruised. It was mostly red the night of like it was just really red. Absolutely. And then the next couple of days, the bruise started creeping in and prom was like the weekend after and i was like thank god my dress was long because this bruise just was massive it was like almost all the way down to my knee almost all the way up to my thigh yes i do um i also have a little um like permanent dent in my in my leg where i yeah that's going on the ground ground. (laughs) absolutely but i mean it was like one of those things really what can you do and like everyone thought it was really funny and because my character was drunk it made sense like it wasn't this big of a deal but it was one of those things where just being like well whoops like like i slipped and i got up and i left the stage and like what else could i have done thank god you weren't the ingenue girl but uh, let me tell you falls on stage are freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh. We'll post on the gram. There's a video of the stepsister's lament from Cinderella. Yeah. And she, her face yes. hits that floor. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Um. Do you remember, Uh. was it our sophomore year? Yes. yes our sophomore year at Thescon um, was the year of falls. Yes. Shout out to Abby Noble. Yes. <laughs> UNC alum. Absolutely. And because uh, Grandview was performing um, uh, Ragtime. Ragtime. Yes. One of the best performances I think I've ever seen oh, from a high school Ragtime's ever. in my top five. Um, but she, <laughs> I felt so bad. She was playing Evelyn Nesbitt and she like, uh, it was, was it during Curtain Call? It was, yeah, during I think it was Vows. during Curtain Call. It was like her final moment. Everyone and this was is, like. this is in downtown front of, in a theater that was seating six to 7,000 people. Yeah and applauding just, a wonderful performance. she's walking out for her bow and just whoop and i think <laughs> a couple other girls did it during that performance too. i'm pretty sure and then the following night during the foreigner, the foreigner. So, okay <laughs> let me set this up for you so the foreigner um at some point this is a loose memory of what the show's about there's a lot of stuff that goes on and then for some reason at the end of the show the ku klux klan comes on stage yes for some reason like three or four members come on stage mama they (laughs) came on stage and one of them and one member went down and the rest they all hit the ground and i was rolling isn't that a message for life even if you're an actor the ku klux klan will always fall mama right (laughs) 
that was it i literally was like oh it was great. my god yeah, i, I don't so know maybe good. they couldn't see in their cautions maybe the floor is just slippery because it happened the night before Absolutely. like who knows it was just like i just remember it being like oh my god yeah, oh, they so all fell they literally all oh, just yeah. fell that was so funny so i've never fallen on stage but i have had some mishaps yeah so let's rewind back to senior year when i peaked yes and first fall the fall play okay i was the lead and it was a door comedy called cash on delivery yes super funny super high energy moving around a lot which put a pin in that we had just seen we have just seen noises off last week you and i went to see yes. noises off also the same kind of thing yes. super high energy it's such a good show yeah, those plays show. those door british door carmenies british Farces, farces yeah are so freaking hilarious but the yes. energy is so high and they all rely on timing like, yes like super skilled and it's right it's, it's like, like you runny. said it best yeah. dorography yes very and much like, so just setting yeah. everything up it, yeah, yeah there's so much work that goes into so all those funny moments i'm running in through a door yeah and my mic pack the microphone pack yes. slips down my pant leg and as i'm running i kick it full clear off stage it's gone the the frayed wire i can see coming out of my pant leg yikes right and i said all right mama here we go time to use okay. my theater voice well one i was like oh my god i'm in so much trouble i just broke, broke a microphone a yeah but the other part of me was like projection is key absolutely right it was towards the end of the show so i had to speak loud i had to speak clear but um, I remember just kicking it off and that fun thing when you and your fellow actors on stage know something that goes wrong and you all kind of do the wide eyed like, okay, here all we right. go. Here we go. Yeah. Right. And definitely played it up. Some of the other actors like stood a little bit closer to me. Right. I projected as much as I can. Um, and then afterwards, my director could not have cared less because he was like, the show goes on and yeah. you did it. Then in the spring, um, I played, we did a musical adaptation of A Midsummer Night's Dream, and I played Puck the Fairy. I was typecast <laughs> as the fairy. And um, the cool thing about that production was I got to fly on a fly system up in the air. So you have two cables attached basically to your hips, and you're flying through. Now, my director wanted me to really just get used to being up there. Mm -hmm. And so I had gotten so used throughout the production that I was a, he was like, why don't you do backflips up in the air? So I come on stage doing backflips at one point and then I'm like, I'm here. Yeah. Like very much that energy. Yeah. And during one of the performance, I'm doing a backflip and my right leg gets caught on one of the <laughs> wires <laughs> and an audible gasp from the audience. Now I'm not going anywhere. I want to talk about like the theater safety of it. Is yes. I was hooked in. But you're hanging, you're fall, suspended upside, upside down. down yes. My foot, and then I have to throw myself back up. Now, I definitely was working on my fitness. He's my witness a lot Ooh better in high school, <laughs> yeah. but it's like hard being upside down. And then it's all core strength to throw yourself Absolutely. back up. So yeah. there's a solid five seconds where I'm upside down. And you're like, 
in the middle of the show, the audience is like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm all like, oh, my God, Ty, please just flip back up. Right? They're kind of swinging me back and forth so I can kind of get Get up. up. Yeah. And then finally got up and the audience cheers. Absolutely. Um, And but the funny thing is, is so many people go, wait, was that on purpose or was that an accident? And I feel like some for some people, I was like, that was on purpose, Mama. I wanted to throw you off. Right? Theater is live. <laughs> um, uh, so we have some awesome fails um, and mishaps, but I want to hear from the people. So when we come back, we're going to hear from some awesome people, some in-studio guests, some out-of-studio guests, and it's going to be awesome. After our little intermission. Our intermission. We'll be right back after a brief intermission. We'll see you back. our intermission. intermission it only took three episodes for me to finally get it only three though that's yeah, not bad that's not bad no and we kind of got there last episode um everyone we have some very exciting news we have our first in studio guest with us in to basement help. guest in basement <laughs> guest recorded in our freezing basement during this cold winter time um uh, and we're really excited to hear from so many people we've gotten so much um of your um uh yeah we've reached out to some friends stuff. to get yes, some fun stories absolutely yes. and um we couldn't do this um from another theater thought in the family um so we want to give a warm introduction to the one the only kira's wonderful little sister this delaney is delaney sweeney, sweeney everyone hi delaney how are you <laughs> how are you good are you a theater thought oh yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely delaney you've been in plenty of productions yeah some that i've directed some kira's directed some Some miss mcdaniel yes absolutely so many and you've had some uh fails some problems (laughs) some mishaps if you will yes is there any that come to mind that you want to (laughs) share yes um so when i was in seventh grade we are doing aladdin and it wasn't during a show, but it was during, like, our tech rehearsal. Okay. And we were getting ready to run Prince Ali. And so, uh, as a narrator, we had, like, these little, like, hats that we, like, got to wear for... They were, like, sparkly, like, Yeah, they were, like, sparkly top hats. Sparkly top hats. Sparkly and, top like, hats. So, we had to set them in, like, a specific place. And so, we were getting ready for the song, and I was placing the hats, like, where they needed to be for all five narrators. And... On the set, we had this giant metal pole, and it had fairy lights coming down on Beautiful. it. Beautiful. And the tech people, I guess, decided to work on it while we were getting ready for the song, because I guess they didn't think anyone would be doing anything. Right. But but you were prepared. Oh, yeah. The pole just came down from the ceiling, and I was standing there putting the hats down, and it whacks me in the head. And then I just get tangled in the lights. Are you hurt at this point? Oh, yes. And I just start <laughs> I just start, start screaming. I just start screaming, help, help, there's a person down here. Because, like, nobody knew, like, who was down there. And so finally everyone was like, 
oh my gosh, Delaney's down there. And like people came running and like got me untangled. But I was like crying because I was like, oh my gosh, I just got hit in the, the head with a giant pole. Like what is going on? However, you did like the attention. Oh, yes. You, right? Yeah, absolutely. Me too. <laughs> because <laughs> I came out and everyone was like, oh my gosh, she just got hit by that pole. Oh my gosh. And of course I got to sit out of the song and just watch. And I was like, hello. With like an ice pack <laughs> yeah, on your head. I had an ice pack, the whole shebang. Amazing. Was... Um, you have another story because we didn't Kira and I both didn't have a uh story about this, but about like people not coming on stage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, two two not one time, but two <laughs> times have you had to cover for someone not making a cue on stage. Oh, yeah. Both were dress rehearsals, though, right? Thankfully, not during performance. Well, one of them no, was, one of them was, was during a performance. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a performance. It was when it was being filmed. Yeah. And so now it's on tape. So. <laughs> well, forever. She will never you live that down. Missing your cue, Whoever baby. it was, she will never live that down. <laughs> um, this happened. These two stories happened the same year, like the same cu- summer. Okay. It was at Front Range Theater Camp. <laughs> and we i'll say the heathers one first we are doing heathers and there was a recording um and we had separate casts um and so i was heather mack and like we had like the heathers coming on for a uh, croquet yeah our croquet scene with like uh veronica's mom and it was like we were walking on and you were like singing being a heather and heather duff was not there and sorry do you mean oh heather, goodness, duke? heather duke oh my gosh i literally okay oops sorry you can believe it. sorry about it nickname sorry about it. let's talk about it heather duke kind of irrelevant but if you know you know <laughs> not the actress the character no, yeah, the character, the character itself oh yes gosh, correct no. but so we look behind us like waiting for heather duke and we we're like oh my goodness she is not here and so we just did the whole scene without her and we got back off and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And we were like, it's fine. Do you think your director was pissed? I mean, probably. It was during a tape. Like, I'll be honest. Your director was pissed. <laughs> we were, I was the director. <laughs> we were taping. I remember we both were just like, where is she? Yeah. Like. But but well, you and the other actress on stage were both like pros, and so you oh, definitely we just, were like, yeah, we nothing's wrong. It. It's just McNamara and Chandler playing yeah, croquet. Exactly, and I don't think we really. I mean, we cared because it was like a film, but we were also just like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, the show must go on. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm, if there's two, there's two. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I love that. What happened happened. Yeah. But th- there's more to the Shrek one, Mia. <laughs> then she launched herself off the stage. So. <laughs> 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 but this was all. This was not luckily during the show. But we had so many costume changes in Shrek. If you were at least in the ensemble, like you were playing so many of course characters, and we were getting ready for our three blind mice scene. Um, and one of the girls girls forgot her gloves and we turned to her and we were like they're not important like right they're just, just not get important. on stage let's go on but she was like no i have enough time and we were like oh my goodness no, you okay don't. so we were like sprint like sprint and just go so she sprints and we thought she had time but she did, she not. did not so we were like oh my goodness we're just gonna have to go on and the other one looks at me and she goes 
let's just sing two blind mice. Like there's because a, the the song goes. Yeah, the song three goes three blind, blind mice. mice. So yeah. If it's gonna make sense, and we're not gonna have her here, we may as well make it make sense that right. there's only two of us. So we get on and start singing two blind mice, and then the other girl shows up and just like like is whacking her cane all around, and we're like we're like oh my goodness. So we turn and we look at her. And then we, re- we start and we go, three blind mice. Yeah, we, re- we restarted Did you sing it. two at one point? Yeah, we did. At the beginning. I don't then, remember this. I wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, and then she came on. And then, <laughs> yeah, we were just a mess, honestly, as a three blind mice. We were kind of a mess. But it was iconic. And at one point, we were really getting into character, being blind, you know. <laughs> and one of the mice, we were just having some fun, like, practicing being blind. And... She got really close to this the is the stage. same oh, blind the same, mouse yeah. that and she got really close to the front of the stage and there was these little there was these little stairs. Addie, if you're out there, I love you. <laughs> but She's listening. There was, there was these little stairs and she got really into character. Like she was going for it. Right. And she just flung herself off the stage. And I remember how her, the stage had some depth. Oh to yes. It. And she just there was the stairs right there, and she, oh, yeah, and she just tumbled down the stairs, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It was, I mean, it was funny, but, <laughs> and, but she got up. She was like, well, and we were like, oh, okay. The show must and will go, <laughs> go on. on. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Um, Delaney, I want to thank you so much. <laughs> for being on the show. Thank you. Um, We'll definitely be having you back to talk about all of your theater thought thoughts. Yes. And um, we're just so happy that you um, can share all of these wonderful stories with us. Thank you. Um, Let's hear from some other people. So we're going to pull out some stuff. Um, Our first one comes from a wonderful woman named Barb. Now, Kira, we've worked with Barb. Yes. Many a time. And Barb uh, is of a certain age, and uh, an audio message just wouldn't be it for no. her, trying to get her to record one. So she had texted me. We had reached out and asked. Barb is a theater director for 30-plus years yeah, um, and really awesome. And so she wanted to share some of her biggest theater mishaps. So here's what she has to say, and then you can give me your feedback on what you would think about this, Okay. She says, um, during a production of Jesus Christ Superstar, one of my favorite shows, awesome. So good. She said, um, towards the end, Jesus is hanging from the baton, hanging from the cross, um, and he rises up. And um, no one lifted him up. And so, well, they started to, and then he was just dangling there for about five minutes. And she writes, and I quote, as if God didn't want his son to go up to heaven. (laughs) She said, only his feet showed below the valance. He's seated no! left and right for several <laughs> agonizing minutes before a technician could climb up to the catwalk and pull him up over the uh, saw. Uh, it was awful, but hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine just seeing that? <laughs> she said, it's the very last scene of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. The audience is dead quiet. Yeah. The music is very solemn. And then all of a sudden, the audience just starts giggling. Not what you want to get out of no, it. No, not at all. But it it happens. <laughs> Let's hear from some other folks. There's this one time when uh, we, were, we were doing Beauty and the Beast. And 
Um, <clears throat> in the middle of the show, the, uh, the projector turned off and rebooted with the whole Apple startup and then went to like the desktop background. And this was all behind like a battle scene between like Valjean and the Beast or whatever. Also, I don't know what it was about that show, but uh, in, the, in the fight scene between them on one of the nights, um, they were fighting on the top of this like, you know, whatever it was, 12 foot staircase. And the, the set was not like vice gripped in, I guess. And it slipped and he fell off of the, t and I, I was with the people that were down by the mat to make sure he landed on it. And we had to like slide it across the floor to like catch him on it. So yeah, what a great show that one was. So my story is not really like a fail on like my part, but when I was in Bright Ideas, um, I had to eat like pesto on stage and then like fall with my face in it when I died. And it was like day four of the production and the pasta like tasted nasty and smelled super bad. And I had to eat it anyways, cause there was literally an audience. Come to find out that the kids that were on the props crew had not been refrigerating the pasta that they had cooked in a bag. They had just been keeping it in the hot closet. So I proceeded to get food poisoning from rancid rotten pasta. I have to request anonymity for this because there could be legal ramifications. But I was once in a production where in the middle of a scene, right before a song, um, and I was sitting in the band for this, playing keys, um, there was an issue with one of the legs. It was angled the wrong way. And for some reason, we couldn't, uh, the tech people could not change the angle from the ground or some other way. And so their solution that they came up with uh, and executed was to hang someone by their ankles from the catwalk so that they could reach down and change the angle of the curtain manually. And the actors saw this happening during their scene right before a song. So the band was, you know, gearing up to start playing and, uh, every, and then the actors stopped saying their lines and they were looking up towards this leg. And I saw the leg move and change angles and the whole band was kind of like, what's going on? And the whole audience, you could kind of hear murmuring, like something's wrong. And then the actors kind of like snapped out of it and started their song and we continued. And um, all of us who did not see it happen heard about it uh, that night. And um, so that's my story. I was in my high school's production of Bye Bye Birdie. And, you know, first half of the show, first act goes great. And we go backstage and we found out that someone in the guy's bathroom clogged the toilet and flooded the entire backstage. So all of the set, like, all of our dressing rooms were just filling with water. So everyone's costumes were wet and then we had to just make a makeshift dressing room in the lobby where the entire audience could see us for the rest of the show. During 13 the musical, we were doing All Hail the Brain and we had choreography for each verse. And on opening night or the matinee show after opening night, we were doing All Hail the Brain and the lead switched verses and so we were doing the opposite choreography for each verse but it still like went with the flow we only had like a small awkward pause near the end of the second verse where our choreography was over but it worked pretty smoothly in my opinion so when i was in much ado about nothing um there was a very 
there was a romantic scene between Benedict and Beatrice after Hero pretended to die and whatever. And someone's mic backstage was turned on. And she was making sex noises right as we were about to kiss. And it was really uncomfortable. And that's all. That's all I have to say. <laughs> what? Uh, sorry, I'm just chuckling at all of these oh. stories. I mean, yes, people are, like, there's some really funny stuff that's happened. It's funny now, though. That's, like, the funny thing. Funny now, not Like, when, when you think about all the stuff that goes wrong in the moment, you're like, this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me most of the time. And then you look back and you're like, wait, that was kind of funny. Absolutely. Like- <laughs> um, hey, uh, we're going to take a break and then we'll move back into act three uh, to talk about what do you do when the show goes wrong to make it right. Sounds great. We'll be right back. Um, uh, so we've had fails. We've heard some fails from other people. Yes. The question now lies the very emotional end of this episode all talks about what do you do? Like what, what you, what, what else can you do? I don't know. Like it's like one of those things where like, I remember always what I was always told growing up was like, just get your way through it. Like Absolutely. whatever you have to do to get your way through it. And that's the same thing that I now tell my students, you know, improv your way through it, figure out how to get back on track. When you forget a line, when something, when there's a, a like slip or a mishap, you do whatever you can to get back on track. Well, And not only do you do it and to but cover as a community on stage. Absolutely. You know, the show. Yeah. You know, I tell people if someone forgets a line, how can you improv a line that'll help jog their memory? Absolutely. And that's the ticket. Yeah. Is on stage being like, I know what comes next. It's time for me to step in and help this person. My best example of this was when I was a freshman, I was in Annie Get Your Gun. And we, of course, had like all these old gun props. Right. And there was one day during dress rehearsal when this really old gun prop just broke like side of the gun trigger like all these little metal pieces just fell off and the girl playing um annie her name was mika phenomenal actress really funny just goes oh my god betsy no and she's like grabbing all the pieces as they're falling off and and just like shoves them into my hands and i'm just like holding them and she's like that was my favorite gun. Work. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And um, then one of the the guys who was playing um, one of the other characters on stage, I think it was Frank or one of the other dudes, uh, was just like, here, use mine. And and they just, like, used the Community, same gun we while, we, while we were just trying to get through the scene where she needed it. And they ended up fi- being able to fix it. But, like, it was just one of those things where, you know, we were in dress rehearsal and someone could have easily have just been stop the gun broke, like whatever. But, but no, it was a dress rehearsal. And so right. she treated it like a performance and was like, I'm going to improv my way through this moment because this is what I would do if this were to happen in the show. You know what that reminds me of? 
Yeah. The holy fish story. Oh. So my gosh, we yes. We're directing Spam, Spam a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, uh, the holy grail is found underneath yes. a seat. Yes. And you pull it out and it's great. Now, a little bit of stage magic. Uh, the character Patsy has the grail with him the whole time. And then he sets his bag down next to the seat. The grail is there, and then it's pulled out underneath an audience member. Yes. Now, I believe this was a dress rehearsal as well, but it yes, may it was have dre- been a, it was a dress rehearsal. It might have been the filmed version, though. No, it wasn't. Okay. It was just a dress rehearsal. But but I think it was the day before we were supposed to open. Like absolutely. it was like, it like, was like down to the now wire. Or never. Yeah. Um, the grail did not make it into his backpack. Now that is a mi- there could be a million different reasons yeah, why that I, didn't the, get in there. The girl who sings. Um, Find your grail. Find your grail has the grail. And then I don't know if it was her who didn't give it back to the kid who was playing Patsy or what, how we ended up, you know, not having the grail in the bag when it was supposed to be there. But bottom line, the grail was not there. No. What was what else was in Patsy's bag? A fish, a fish prop. prop. Yeah. Just like a fake fish prop. And so these boys, because you have Patsy and you have Yes, um, King Micah Arthur. and Mason. Yeah, you have King Arthur as yeah. well. And there are, uh, I mean, it's there's a whole bunch of other knights. Yes. Um, they just went with it. You know, Patsy probably had that, oh crap, the grill is not in here. Yes. He pulls a fish from under and he goes, it's a fish all along or something. Yes. Along and those Micah lines. was like, the holy fish. Yes. And uh, yeah, they and were they just. played it up. Yeah. And, and said something like, that's interesting. I didn't know the grail turned into a fish. Like, and really, made I remember it make sense. thinking it was hilarious. Oh, it was so funny. I remember thinking it was so funny. And a show like that, of course, it would yes. it would happen. But I remember the director being so upset because that's like the most important prop, the Absolutely. most important moment of the show, and it wasn't there. And so I remember we all thought it was incredibly funny, but she took it very seriously and was like, we have to, I mean, it I has in, to be there. In some ways, and I, you have and to. I totally understood moments. that. Like, yeah, it was funny because it was a dress rehearsal. I mm-hmm. think you and I, who were assistant directing, choreographing, whatever it was, both of us were like, eh, it's final dress. Like they did with what they will. And yes. like, we kind of patted them on the back. That's like, you know what? If it were to happen during a show, that's exactly how I want you to do it. Yes. Because that's exactly how it should be. Yes. Um, And I think that's like a big moment. I don't think those boys afterward, you know, those boys are funny boys. And, and I don't know, Mika, but I think after something happens, mm-hmm. it's, all, it's all about what you do once you get off stage. We've yes. had students in our shows that the minute they get off stage, it's like breakdown, like, this mm-hmm. is my fault. I've ruined the show. And it's like, stop. No. You Most of the own, time, own your mistakes. Yeah. And then if you cover well, all is forgiven. Most of the time, the audience doesn't even know. No, I love Like you when said, the all the people know. coming up being like, oh my gosh, was that on purpose? Right. Right? They have no idea. They, they're not sitting there with the script. They, no. they don't know. And Absolutely. so it's one of those things where like, yeah, it's okay if you're upset and you're mad because things didn't go the way they were supposed to. But like you said, it's not what happens. It's how you deal with it either during or afterwards or whatever. It's that moment of, you know, that I'm not going to let that ruin the show. No. Because it doesn't it need to. And it doesn't need to. Exactly. No. no. So I think as an actor, for those of you listening that are actors, it's all about always be ready 
for something to go wrong mm-hmm. um, and roll with it. Some yeah. of the best moments in theater history sometimes are things that go wrong and the way it's reacted. Mm-hmm. Like, how awesome would it be to be sitting in the audience during that Annie Get Your Gun performance and see that happen? Um, and if you are a theater person that's like, I know this was a mistake. I know this wasn't yeah. supposed to happen. You almost are like, whoa, I applaud that. Yes. Because you just did it. Yes. And that's really Yeah, cool. and sometimes it's going to take a little bit more away than you want it to, but you have to just do your best to, to make okay with the situation. Absolutely. And then as an adult, as a director, as, as a, yeah. a teacher, as a, as a parent helper, as a parent off stage, you know, I think it's about validating the fact that it can be perfect. Just like sports, mm-hmm. things can go wrong. And the fact of the matter is you can't dwell on the situation mm-hmm. You can't dwell on it during. You can't dwell on it after. Um, And so my advice to everyone else is just like applaud the successes of the show. Applaud the success at covering. Applaud the success of that. And then say, okay, what can you do next time to make sure it doesn't happen to not give you that additional anxiety, that additional stress that comes with being on stage? Yeah. It's I, yeah. It, it's just it, it. You have to prepare for the worst. It's live theater. Yeah, it's live. Stuff is gonna go right. wrong, and um, it's that. That's why I love theater so much, oh, right? Absolutely. Like you said, we saw those performances we were talking about at Thescon years ago, right? And I still remember them, right? Because, because they just it happened. Was, because it just happened, right? right. It was, and it, it wasn't the end of the world. Yes, no. they slipped and they fell in front of three thousand people, but. Also, we were so excited. It was still a great show. Absolutely. That didn't that didn't do ruin it. It doesn't deter anything. Yeah. And it, it's part, you know, it, it's a facet into all the reasons why theater <laughs> is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I love this. This is fun. So fun. Um, hey, we would love you to come back. So make sure that you follow our account on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Absolutely. And if you have any funny story of your own, feel free to comment on our social pages. Um, We would love to hear your stories as well, as well as let us know uh, what you think about the pod and write us a review. You can follow us on the Instagram at theater podcast. That's theater, T-H-E-A-T-R-E. The The art. Not the place. Not the place. At theater podcast. Um, And we would love for you to come back for another fantastic, wonderful, incredible Theater thoughts. Theater thoughts. Theater thoughts. Theater thoughts. We'll see you back next time. Goodbye.